0: Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa.
1: Our podcast would not be possible without you and our sponsors, Z-Funk Production and Step One Training Solutions. Good evening, listeners, and thank you for joining us. We have a return guest with us tonight. His, his first time with us, he shared the mic with us, and he was talking about his two amazing seasoning flowers that he has. One for chicken and one for seafood. Tonight, he's back um, starting a two-part segment with us. And he's helping us to improve our mind, body, and soul. We are pleased to be sharing the mic with us tonight. It's pleased to have him sharing the mic with us tonight. And he's joining us all the way from Texas, Mr. Tony Woods. Welcome well, back, hello. Tony. <laughs>
2: hey, hey, hey. hey. I am here to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on,
1: we need you. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> Glad to be here. How are you, ladies?
1: We're doing great, doing great. Um, All right, Tony, will you briefly share with everyone a little bit about yourself, especially for our first-time listeners?
2: Okay, uh, Tony Woods. I'm a certified personal trainer. I've been a certified trainer for about 23 years now at a private studio for about 10 years. Uh, I've trained over, oh man, 500 plus clients. Um, work everything from the personal training side to food and nutrition and diet. So got a pretty pretty good track record on, on what I do. Always been uh, willing to help out uh, people and give advice even when they maybe not even wanted that that advice about uh, exercise and nutrition.
1: Well, we definitely need you tonight. Yes,
0: please. (laughs) I'm here,
2: second Paul. All
0: right. Can you tell us a little bit more about YPT Fitness?
2: YPT stands for Your Personal Trainer Fitness, too. That was a studio that uh, I had for a number of years. Um, and like I say, we covered, um, everything from, it, it was basically a private, uh, studio. I had a lot of, I did a lot of personal, uh, one-on-one, uh, by par- only training, which was kind of a niche. Most people had gyms, uh, where they were going work for the trainer. My gym was by apartment only. That means that was me and one client in the entire, uh, gym. And, uh, like I said, I did that for about, I had a gym for about 10 years. And started doing uh, some home training and a couple of other different things. Uh, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, but I always go back to uh, being personal as a personal trainer. That's kind of my first love.
1: Um, we were talking briefly before we, we started our recording with you. Um, yeah, we how, we were yeah, we were getting down Yeah, we were getting down. And um, we were talking about how um, many of us, we make New Year's resolutions and you know, to get in shape, to take better care of ourselves. But something happens along the way to where we yeah. fall off track. So right. um, if you will, um, talk to us tonight. What topics can you cover to help us get back on track and, and be focused?
2: Uh, there's different approaches to some of these things. Um, one way is, uh, I would say, have an accountability buddy. Uh, have a workout buddy. Uh, a, a family member, a friend, uh, somebody that you meet at the gym. Um, that goes a long way. And and with that, you could probably do like a short-term contract with them. When you put things in writing, it makes it valid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It kind of helps, you know? So if you kind of come up with a contract with things like, hey, you and I, Let's try this for two. Hours. We're gonna work out two times a week or three times a week, you we kinda of come to an agreement on, on the time and the scope. Uh, maybe thirty minutes an hour, and just kind of specify the days. Uh, and even have days, you know. Mm-hmm. That that in itself goes a long way. And and this is the thing about going to the gym and, and people they're always thinking, oh, I'm gonna be embarrassed, everybody's watching me. Um those people are there for the same reason. You know, they're kind of minding their own business. They're they're, they're kind of focusing on what they're trying to do. You know, they're probably trying to lose weight. And and you'd be interesting to see that a lot of people, uh, if if you know somebody that's in pretty good shape, they don't mind if you come ask them a couple of questions about, you know, what they did and what are they doing. And they will probably uh, be willing to work out with you on some days. If you can meet someone that's... uh, that you notice that are a little bit uh, more uh, in better physical condition than you, you probably tag along with them. Most people don't mind it. There's nothing like having a workout buddy. Uh, it it kind of takes your mind off the workout, you know.
1: True, that is
2: true. So if you if you can find that kind account of accountability and get a buddy, or uh, even maybe you have to hire a trainer if your budget allow. or you know, trainers private trainers are willing to make deals. And if you get a group of two or three more persons involved, they could, you could probably work some kind of deal with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first comes to show. I tell people all the time, you have to be responsible for your own self. also. You have to be accountable to you. That, that's what really matters. Nobody can do it for you.
1: Well, you know, we, we were also talking as well as, you know, said you have to be selfish when it comes to oh, yeah. yourself.
2: You, you have to have Selfishness with it and, and I say that because If you have a family Husband and you know young kids And uh, you, you're having health issues Well if you go down Then everybody else goes down You know what I mean mm-hmm. it, it becomes a hardship on the entire family So that's what I mean about being a little bit selfish you have been selfish in a way So that you can continue to take care of yourself And the family that's,
1: that's what I mean about the
2: selfish
1: part and I think and that's too, about go ahead and and I think too that's whenever you're a mom um mm-hmm. you put you always put yourself last because yeah you know you put yourself yeah. as far as I have to take care of the kids I have to take care of the house, I have to take care of the spouse to where right. when it comes to you, you're exhausted
2: you know mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. And that's the part of it, though, is that you, there's a physical exhaustion and there's the mental exhaustion. Mm-hmm. If you actually pick up on the physical exhaustion, you'll see that you're, and you do something about the physical exhaustion, like exercise and working out, then you'll see that the, the mental exhaustion t- tends to go away. Because when you get to a gym and you're working out and you're feeling good, you're working up a little, sweat, your heart rate's starting to go up a little bit more, that's when endorphins kick in. The feel good, do good natural remedy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that in itself goes a long way. It gives you motivation. Going to a gym and seeing other people work out gives you motivation to work out too. Because we all have an inside competitor. It's like, hey, if they can do it, I can do it too. You know, you might not saying it about here, Look at me, I can do it too. But why we? are thinking that. <laughs> yeah, if they can do it, I can do it. You feel know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's <gasps> yeah. just the motivation Getting started and getting there—that's my my problem—is just getting started. Because once I get started, like yeah. it's hard for me to slow down the momentum because I want to keep going.
2: Okay, mine's just staying motivated. To, so you to, just yeah, stay motivated. You have to think about those days too. So you have to visualize yourself working Uh Have your gym shoes and your workout gear, everything ready and out for you. Where um, it's staring you in the face when you get up. And and if it's on your mind to get going, don't let anything else interfere. You have to schedule your workout and whatever schedule you come up with, that is your time. Nothing stops that time. You have to be there for you.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I can see definitely the importance of that accountability in in that.
2: Yes.
1: And I know not before this... Um, recording but previously you had spoke to us about um whenever you're in the in the gym working out that those of us that are struggling with our weight how we always tend to go to the treadmill when we yes. really need to go to the heavy weights
2: right Can weight you? training not yeah. not not necessarily heavy weights but weight training itself right yeah um the difference between, and that's what you'll, whenever you go to it, usually if you go to a gym and you look around, you'll see most of the people who are more overweight, they tend to be in the cardio area. You know, they're on the they're on the treadmill, they're on the bike, they're on the elliptical, they're doing those things. You'll see the more physically fit people over in the weight area, the weight training area, because the difference is between the two is that when you work out with weight, your body burns more calories and you continue to burn calories after about a 30, uh, let's say, a 40-minute workout to an hour workout, your body is going to become a fat-burning machine for the next six to eight hours. When you do cardio, as soon as you hit the stop button, it's over with. Your fat-burning job Mm. is done. And that's, that's different. Now, you want to combine the two, but you really only need about 15 to 20 minutes of cardio. That's that's it. Cardio is for cardiovascular. You're trying to work your heart. Okay, that's what it's for. It's not. It's not. You get some fat burning, fat uh, fat burning uh, results from it, but it's not as intense as uh, during the weight training. Okay. Now you want to combine the two, so you can do an hour workout with 20 minutes of weight, and then a dedicated 40 minutes to weight training. That hmm. it give you about an hour of the workout.
1: Yeah, talk, talk to us a little bit too about the food journal.
2: The food journal. Uh, let me just ask. You, this is going to be a, a trick. Well, it's not, not a trick question, but it's a tricky question. If you just think, how many calories do you? And you might already know this. We might have talked about this. How many calories do you think you have to burn to lose one pack Just give me an estimate. An estimate. What do you What do you think? To lose one pound, how many calories do you have to get rid
0: of?
2: Mm. Don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: just
1: guess. I was going to say 1,200.
2: Keep going.
0: 1,000? Keep going. Oh, no. thirty-six.
2: Right. Bingo. Right about there. 3,500 calories. Wow. You got to get rid of 3,500 wow. You got to get rid of 3,500 calories to lose one pound. You have to put. You got to take in an additional 3,500 calories to gain a pound. Okay. Now, when I have someone food journal, it sounds harder than what it actually is. When you say, "Okay, 3,500 calories, I do this," and the math is 13 times your body weight if you're a female. Times your body weight will tell me how many calories you're taking in daily to maintain the weight that you're at. It's 15 times your body weight. I think it's .15. I've done this math in a while uh, for a male. So we break this down. It seems like it's, well, how am I going to get to 500 calories? Well, if you do a food journal, which you write down, the fat grams and the calories and anything you eat, which means that if it goes in your mouth, it goes in your book, and your book comes, I would tell that's when they would come to train because numbers don't lie. So if I would tell you, hey, you're, you you're, this is just a rough estimate, okay, uh, you're, you're, you're taking in, this is just a simple number, you're taking in, uh, 1200 calories to maintain what you're, what you're weighing. We have to get you out of 3,500 calories. So what I would generally do is say, hey, we're going to deduct 500 calories a day. In your journal, you know. So 500 times seven days is 3,500 calories. That's why you're good to lose a pound to a pound and a half a week. Hmm. Did that make sense? Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, question for you Which one okay. is more important, calories or carbs?
2: Calories or carbs?
1: Mm-hmm. I would say calories or protein. Because, you know, you have the Atkins and the...
2: Um, right. And they're the, they're the, same. They're a the car, same. A carb is a calorie. Okay. It's, it's the same. They still count as calories. But what Atkins does, this is another thing. From being a personal training, I would need a lot of resistance with a food journal, with a client bringing in a the journal. They just didn't want to do it. They didn't want to add up the numbers. They didn't, you know, they... The dog ran away with uh, the, the child <laughs> flushed down the toilet. With. So yeah. as soon as they walk in, my hand was like, "Where's your food jump? Oh well, oh well. <laughs> and finally, you know, they, yeah, yeah. So it can be a little tedious. So the thing with when I, when I think we talked about last time was carbohydrates. Is that if you go and there's a lot of different diets. There's the Atkins. There's the, the keto. Um, what's the latest one? The paleo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Mediterranean diet. There's a lot of diets. If you spell diet, it's D-I-E-T. First word three three letters is D-I-E. They die. Okay. They go away. So <laughs> this, this is what I would say. Um, make it simple for yourself. I would tell you that a low-carb, low-protein diet, well, high-protein, low-carb diet, it's, it's easy to do. Uh, you get used to it a lot easier. And let me tell you, let me explain this in the other words. Generally, when we eat a meal, right, we'll have one protein, which is a meat, uh, uh, baked chicken, grilled pork chops, a piece of steak, and then we'll have mashed potato, then we'll have corn, and then we'll have bread. So those other three items I just named are all carbs. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're all carbohydrates. When you work out or when you use an energy source from the body, the first thing that it burns are carbohydrates. Then it uses the fat as an energy source. But so see, as I just explained, you're putting way more carbs in than you're putting uh, fat from the, from the meat, the beef or the chicken or whatever you had as the protein. So if you kind of eliminate some of those carbs and you go one carb and one protein, see what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then there's only two. You have a carb, you have a protein, as opposed to three carbs and then one protein. So the body is gonna recognize that faster and it's gonna go through the carbs faster, and then it's gonna go right to the fat source a lot faster. That's why the ab that's why the Atkins diet, the keto diet, those different things work because you're eliminating most of the carbs. So your your uh, your fat cells, your, your your body's using fat as an energy source, which makes you burn more calories. Okay. Did I explain it? Did you understand that?
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
2: So some of the things are just easy to say, hey, I'm going to do one carb and one protein. And if you do that for a week, just do it for a week. I, anyone, people that are listening to us, just do that for a week. Do one protein and one carb for seven days. Weigh yourself on the first day. Uh, get on the scale. Uh, I will weigh in every day. Write it down what you weigh that day and see what it looks like in seven days. Just, just a little just a little experiment one carb one protein all
1: right next question for you now when it comes to protein and okay. the protein shakes and and drinks okay. um yeah. so i know we're, we're talking about adding more protein now what mm-hmm. is what's your opinion your thoughts when it comes to um protein drinks protein drinks uh, uh, the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the shakes,
2: the shakes—they're—they're they're all the same. Um, you just have to watch the the sugar intake. Make sure they're low, low, low sugar, and a carb is a sugar too. They're one and the same. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's low. And if it's something that most people won't have the taste for, they think it's uh, I'm not, yeah, or they just don't mm-hmm. stick with it. I think you have to find something that's going to work for you as an individual because not everybody's going to like the taste of a protein drink, or that they're going to want to stick with it. I think you can make things a lot just simpler for yourself, like just eating uh, things that you like, like baked chicken or you know, uh, lean pieces of pork or lean pieces of, of, of beef. Uh, but if you want to supplement, and sometimes I would say as opposed to a protein drink, having a protein bar. Mm. Because I think a, a, a bar uh, takes longer to digest Takes a little bit longer to eat. Uh, it's kind of naturally, you know, most people just, when they have a protein drink, it's just like they had a glass of skim milk. They kind of feel like it just ran right through them. Mm-hmm. So I would say I would maybe focus more on a protein bar. It's more of a natural chew your food kind of sensation. I think that would satisfy some people a, a lot better than a protein drink. Okay. But I don't think there's a problem with it if you if you can uh, stand the taste. Okay. And if it's you know they've got a lot of different drinks out there you can try a couple but they can be expensive too you know yeah. but I think either one would work that's kind of my take on a protein drink I supplement one maybe once a week and then I'll get off of it but I've I've, I've always had protein bars okay. and uh, sometimes I feel like when I'm not getting enough protein I throw a, a supplemental protein drink in just to get a couple more.
1: And, and uh, the next question with that, um, I know you're talking about getting into protein. What is the best way for calculating how much protein a person should have a day?
2: You know what? I have, uh, I've, I've had that question presented to me before, but I'd have to get back with you on that. There's a, there's a map for that. I haven't checked my notes on that one in a while. I would say to most people, um, uh, if you imagine your your fist, balled up, that's probably mm-hmm. about the portion size of a piece of protein, and I would say have that at least three times a day. Is that a good reference? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right. But
0: um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I got work to do. There, there, <laughs>
2: But the other you know, part, like I say, though thing I've kind of gotten into this intermediate fasting. I'm still doing the research on that, but it's it's interesting when um, when I look at that, and you might we might want to save that for a different day or kind yeah, of
1: definitely, definitely,
2: yeah,
1: yeah maybe then the next time um, we have you back, we go into that because I mean the fasting. Yeah, we, yeah. We're, we'll save it for the next time because that's a whole okay. other segment
2: by itself. Right, right, right. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. And just let people know it's not that kind of fasting. Everybody thinks you're going to not eat for five days. Nah, it's not, it's not that fast. It's, it's a, lot, uh, a lot less complicated than that. All right.
1: Well, I thank you. And, and listeners, definitely just know that we will definitely cover that topic um, the next time we have Tony with us, I
2: tell you. Um, okay. Well, I really appreciate it and uh, being your guest. And uh, anytime you need me, I'm available. Okay. I can talk this all day. Been doing it for a long time. Oh. And you know, I, I've always been the type that that uh, I, if I have it to give, um, I will give it.
1: Well. We appreciate it. We definitely appreciate wow. it. it is,
2: wow. awesome. I appreciate you having the show.
1: Your knowledge is is
2: really appreciated. Really appreciated. You know, I'm making this up as I go. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah.
0: <bless. laughs> oh, Anytime. <laughs> If you don't mind, can you please tell our listeners how they can contact you and get any type of advice, whether it's fitness or about your famous fried chicken flour and seafood flour?
2: Okay. Uh, My chicken and seasoning flour, now, look here. It's uh, a delicious seasoning flour, and it can be your cheat meal. Now, I'm a personal trainer who's talking fried chicken. It doesn't sound right, (laughs) but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. The the part of it is that this could be your cheat meal. You don't have this fried chicken every day. It might be maybe twice a month or once a month kind of a thing, okay? And you can get our uh, chicken blend and uh, fried chicken. That's fowl And the personal training side of me, I have a long email address if you want more information you can go to Y-P-T-fitness, Excuse me, yptfitness.com that's yptfitness.com it stands for your personal trainer fitness studio but it's yptfitness.com okay
0: got it All right. it's been a pleasure having you with us on the mic today and we thank you so much for taking out the time for being with us
2: well, you're quite welcome. The pleasure has been all mine.
0: And I want to thank our listeners for listening to the Voice of Many podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, and we hope to talk to you later.